This week we read a double Torah portion, the Parshias of Matis and Masih, the last two Parshias in the fourth Chumash of the Torah, Chumash Bamidbar, which makes this Shabbos, Shabbos Chazak, because whenever we finish an entire Chumash, at the end of the Torah reading we call out Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazak, the bracha, the blessing to be strengthened through the Torah that we're learning the second of the Parshias that we read this week is called Masse, which means journeys. And the reason for that is because in the beginning of the Parsha, the Torah enumerates all of the journeys, all of the 42 different journeys and the stopping places that the Jewish people traveled from when they left Mitzrayim, when they left Egypt, until they arrived at the, um, at the banks, the shore to, of coming into Eretz Yisrael. And there was 42 such journeys, and they're enumerated one by one in the beginning of this Parsha, and therefore it's called the Parsha of Journeys. The Baal Shem Tov explains to us that just like really every area in Torah, there's so much more than what, what meets the eye, and there's so much more than the literal story. And he says that this is the Parsha that really talks about the journeys of life. And in fact, he says that Kabbalistically, every person in their lifetime goes through all of these 42 journeys that are the ones that took the Jewish people from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael. And when we think about the fact that life is full of our journey, of journeys, and we recognize that so many of those journeys of our lives are difficult, and there's so many different trials and tribulations that we go through in life, um, in our journeys throughout our lifetime. So we look to the Parsha to get a message of how to deal with the difficulties of the journeys of life. And there's a very powerful idea really contained in the first Rashi of this Parsha. Rashi talks about why is it, why, why does the Torah enumerate and go through all of the journeys one by one, all of the 42? And Rashi gives two explanations. The first explanation Rashi says is because by telling us the 42 journeys, the Torah is really telling us about the kindness of Hashem to the Jewish people. That although they were punished to be 40 years in the desert, and one might think that they just wandered every day for those 40 years, the truth is that that's not the case at all. Because when you look through these journeys, it becomes evident that most of the journeys were done within the first year, immediately when they left Egypt, and the last year right before they came into Eretz Yisrael. Um, for most of the time in the, in the middle, for, in fact for 20 years they were settled in one place. So that when the Torah gives us the journeys and we were able to figure out the dates and how it worked, so we recognize that though they were punished to wander in the desert, really Hashem did it in a way where they didn't have to wander that much at all. And primarily they were pretty much settled, even in the time when they were in the desert. That's the first reason Rashi gives why the Torah enumerates these journeys. And then Rashi brings another reason from the Medrash Tanchuma. And the Medrash gives a metaphor. He says there was a king that was taking the child, the prince, for healing purposes, and they had to travel. And they traveled to doctors. On the way back, they, they would pass all of the places that they had stopped at on their journey towards the doctor. And the king would stop by each place and says, this is the place where we slept. This is the place where we cooled off. These are the, this is the place where you had headache. And enumerated all the journeys that took them to their place of healing. So too, in our parsha, um, now we're at the end of the 40 years in the desert, and Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, let's enumerate all those places that the Jews were, and those places that they made me upset throughout the different journeys in the desert. That's Rashi. So again, we have here two explanations. Why did the Torah enumerate the journeys? 
One is to tell us about Hashem's kindness that He set up their journeys in a way that most of the time they were settled. And number two is He gives this metaphor of the king with the child on the way to healing and on the way back. They go through the various places that they stopped off on the way there. What's the deeper message and the meaning behind these two explanations? Says the Rebbe. The first point is, and it's a message, of course, for our journeys in life, that sometimes we focus on the difficulties of the journeys. And here we have the message that we have to focus on the kindness within the journeys as well. Um, Many times we think, oh, we had to wander 40 years. That must have been terrible. But when we look at the journeys we find, that within that those that terrible situation, state of affairs, really there's tremendous kindness of Hashem taking us throughout life as well. I saw a beautiful letter where it seems someone had written to the Rebbe, a person who was really down on his fortune in life, and he, he, he told the Rebbe, he says, I, I have a terrible life and everything goes wrong. I have one bracha that I'm requesting. I'm not even asking for myself because I have a bad mazel, I have a bad fortune. But at least my wife and children, they should have a good life. They shouldn't have to suffer because of my bad fortune. The Rebbe responded by encircling the words wife and children. And he says, do you know how many people wait so long to find a a partner in life? How many people are waiting and yearning to have children? And here you mention, just by the way that you have a wife and children, but all you could think of is all of your tsaris, all of your difficulties and your terrible fortune in life. So the Rebbe, focus on the gifts in your life. And that alone will open up the channels to receive more gifts of Hashem. So this is the idea, the first answer of Rashi. Why did the Torah go through every one of the journeys to tell us to focus and see, don't look at it as something black and something negative and punishments, but rather to find the goodness and the kindness of Hashem in our own journeys in life and to focus on those kindnesses even amidst the fact that there are um, sad parts and difficult parts, but to always remember to focus on the kindness as well. That's the first explanation of Rashi. But then Rashi goes on to a second, greater and deeper explanation, and that's the story of the king taking the child for healing. And the Rebbe tells us, he says, The truth of the matter is, focusing on the kindnesses of life is one important idea. But there's something so much deeper. And that is the recognition and the belief that even the negative moments of life, even the difficulties that we suffer through life, each and every one of them are there only as a gift to bring us to somewhere greater, to something better, that can only be reached through these perceived negative events and occurrences. We believe that Hashem loves us, And when Hashem puts us through difficult situations, that is for our good as well. And ultimately one day, though today we can't perhaps understand, relate and appreciate it, one day we'll be able to turn around and look back and say, wow, that was a tremendous step forward for me. That was something that helped me tremendously. But that will really fully only be able to be appreciated when we're finished, when we reach the goal. And we're able to then turn around and in hindsight look back at all of those stepping stones that brought us to there. And then we'll be able to thank Hashem even for the difficulties and even for the, those negative events because then we'll see the full picture how they brought us to a greater place. Says the Rebbe, that's the idea of the second explanation of Rashi. He talks about a king taking his son for healing. When we remember that Hashem is the king and we're a child, 
And if it's if it's a father and a son, if it's a father and a child, obviously he's there for our benefit. And Rashi says it's for our healing. And Rashi says on the way back, in other words, when the healing is complete, now we're able to look back, we're able to see, wow, all of those negative things were also stepping stones in the healing. We're also there for our good, for our benefit ultimately, and one day we will appreciate that. And that's why Rashi says that this second explanation comes from the Medrash Tanchuma. The word Tanchuma means comfort. The ultimate comfort is when we will be able to see and look back and appreciate how everything was there only for goodness, for kindness, and for love of Hashem to us. And therefore this Rashi, right in the beginning of the story, the journeys of Torah, is really that double message for us of how to be able to deal with the various journeys of life, even when they're difficult. Again, firstly, to recognize and always focus on the kindness that accompanies us during these journeys, and ultimately to have belief that there will come a time when we'll be able to look back and see how each one of those journeys were really for our benefit, like a loving father, a loving king, bringing us to our place of healing. May that time come very, very soon, with the coming of Mashiach, when we'll be able to look back and see how everything was only stepping stones to bring us to the place where we need, the place that we want to be gifts from Hashem, may it be speedily even today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.